Hey, do you think we could uh, pull off a phone a friend where we get people to have us call pissed off Garth Brooks fans? Are the Garth fans still upset? I don't know. I would think that they would be. I'm sure they are. I mean, it's only been, what? A couple days? Yeah. Oh, man, you've got to get over it at this point. I bet there are still people who are mad that they are not going to go to get to see Garth Brooks. I'm sure a lot of people that were traveling from out of town had hotel rooms booked, had oh, yeah. planned vacations, and <laughs> birthday presents, <laughs> anniversaries. Not, not, not laughing. You talked to Blankenship with the lightning. He said, he said it was, they planned that show two years ago, I guess. Yeah, this has been a world tour. Well, he should be able to come back soon, right, Seth? I know you checked the dates. I did. I saw Aaron Maloney tweet that he's booked until 2017. Oh, so wow. That's, that makes it even rougher for those. I used to think, hey, Garth can come back next month, no problem. Nope. Man, he's booked oh, man. till 2017. Well, then. So if you know somebody who is pissed off that uh, Garth Brooks has canceled and they're still mad about it, we would love to do a phone a friend and talk to him. 727-579-1025. If you can pull it off without a hitch... We have WWE tickets, but I know that's a pretty sweet prize, and I'm reserving that for a flawless execution of Phone-A-Friend. Hello, Kim. Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. We were talking last segment about people choosing to be homeless rather than giving up their pets. We look need look, look no further than to Seth Kushner, who would do the same thing. Go ahead, Kim. Um, yes, I this um, really touches my heart because my mom had given me a bird. Um, and me and my daughter are constantly yeah. fighting about this bird like, all the time. What kind of and bird? It's, well, it's a cockatoo, <clears throat> and it's very loud, and it's obnoxious. I understand. My daughter's 16 years old, and she doesn't get to sleep because this bird is always flacking. Hmm. So, like, she called the place yesterday to see if they would put the bird down. Oh. And I told her, I said, I'm not going to be part of any part of this, but my mom passed, you know, a couple of years ago. So it's just, hmm. it's such a hard decision. So... It's, you know, when you started talking about this, it was the first thing that came to my mind as far as, like, what do I do with this bird? I, it's between my daughter and a bird, you know? Well, I to go off to college, and sure. you don't leave me about a bird. <laughs> Well, we don't want anybody to leave you about a bird. Uh, our good friend Gio here actually is a big bird fan. Uh, would you like for him to take your cockatoo? Well, yeah, maybe. That would be great. Oh, this, could he you... would take care of it, though. It's my mom, so I'm kind of, you know, it makes sure that it's taken care of. How old is it? Um, it's like two or three years old. Oh. Right, a little it's still, young. It's still young. Young cockatoo. Could you describe the cockatoo for us? Um, it's, um, gosh, it's about 12 inches tall. It's all white. It's got a little bit yellow underneath sorry, its wings. You, you say it's a 12-inch cockatoo? I think it's about 12 inches. <laughs> about right. Yeah, it's about that big. It's a pretty big cockatoo you got there, huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You ever, uh, you ever kiss a cockatoo that big? Uh, no, no. I tend to stay away from them that big. It's above average, for sure. I mean, that is yeah, well definitely. above the average cockatoo. Yes, it's definitely above average. A little too big for me. A little too big for you to accommodate? Yeah. Yes, yes, You definitely. probably have tight quarters, right? Yes. <laughs> Just wouldn't go that big. Okay, sure. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I have to think a uh, cockatoo that size a little bit out of my wheelhouse as well. Oh, a little too big for you too, Gio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, Gio. You can take my bird and take care of it, and my daughter won't leave me because well, right. right now we're at the point where she's going to move out. Gio, you can take a cockatoo. I'll think about it. So, I usually don't, but sometimes on the weekends, you know, I get lonely. And you need a cockatoo. <laughs> yeah. My parakeet's not really doing it for me. Don't you feel like if you gave up the cockatoo, Kim, that uh, on the weekends you would find yourself craving a cockatoo? 
No, no, and I'm definitely sure my daughter would not be wanting this cockatoo either. So we oh. we both are willing to oh. probably let it go at at a, at a, at a really you know good home. Too bad because I love thinking about a mother and a daughter sharing a cockatoo. No, no, she's too young for that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> are you being serious right now? You're looking to unload your cockatoo on Geo? No. I really, well, I mean, I, I didn't call for that purpose. I just, the subject really hurt my heart that you would get rid of your animals because I'm having such a hard time dealing with this. Mm. You know, I love my animals. I have several animals, mm. and you know, this one really hurts my heart because Aww. it's my mom's. And, sure. you know, it's, really, it's, it's a hard decision to make, but uh. you're, like you said, is it your kid or an animal? And, and I'm fighting that battle right now, truly, because oh. my daughter is really upset about this animal. So right. it's I really a, a, you know, it's a fight. Hold on one second. I, I wish I could help, but if I oh. bring my wife a new cockatoo, she's going to kill me. Dude, your wife has been <laughs> wanting a new cockatoo for a long time now, and you know it. I, she'll kill me. She will. Your wife fantasizes about getting a, a strange cockatoo in the house. I would love a new cockatoo. <laughs> I would love it because I, lo I love birds, but my wife I mean, I is very apprehensive when it yeah. comes to new cockatoos. Sure. Just I think set it free. Be a, I think she would be, it's a she. My mom had it uh, uh, tested. It's a she. Her name is Blossom, and she is, um, I think she's trainable, but she's just, I, I don't have the time. I mean, she's just a lot of, they're a lot of work. Sure. It's a lot, it's a lot of work to handle a cockatoo, right? <laughs> yes, definitely. All right. I got to <laughs> let you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> What are you shaking your head for? Oh, nothing. Do you want to take the cockatoo? <laughs> Don't bring me into your world. You guys handle that just fine. What? Just checking Twitter over here. Come on. You can handle a cockatoo, Seth. You can live in your car with you, the dogs, and the cockatoo. That's too much. Allie, what's up? Hey there. We were calling about a phone friend for an angry Garth fan. Yeah, you got an angry Garth fan in your life? We do, we do. It's a coworker. We were all going to the concert together, and she was taking her ten-year-old son for his first concert. So if this goes over well, the WWE tickets will be perfect for them. Oh, that's great. Uh, good. Now we don't have to call DCF because taking a kid to a Garth Brooks concert is considered child abuse. Well, they're they're kind of country. They're from Nashville, so. Uh, does she know who Drew Garabo is? Um, you know what? I don't. I don't know because she listens to the country station, so That's she may not. It's gonna be know. awful. It's yeah. gonna be awful to know. She she so she has no idea who I am. But the, you know, it could be good. It's I mean, gonna be awful. But go ahead. Where yeah. does she does she live here? Or does she live in Nashville? She lives in Tampa. She's a, a transplant from Nashville. Okay. All right. Well, it could be an opportunity to get us a new female listener. Hold on one second, and we're gonna call Jennifer. You have low expectations for this. Very low. We could make her day. Remember, I told you I'm Brennan. I'm not here to pump you up at all. You did tell him that, and it is the truth. You never pump me up, only pump me down. It's a nice shirt you got there today. Tell your uh, Dave McKay. Who's that? Guy from the country station. Gotcha. And she's not home. Hello? Hi, I'm looking for Jennifer, please. This is Jennifer. Well, Jennifer, Dave McKay here. You're on my radio program, Dave McKay Live, in the afternoons oh. right here on WHPTFM, Tampa, Florida. Oh, my God. <laughs> my son and I listen to you every single morning. Well, hot diggity dang, if that don't just make my pocket stretch. How you doing today, sweetheart? <laughs> I'm doing just 
fine. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing real good. Just diddling myself downstairs like I do when I listen to my own radio program. I get hard at the sound of my own voice, right? Oh, <laughs> I cannot imagine. You know what I'm talking about. Just uh, sitting here and, you know, drinking a cold one and thinking about that damn Garth Brooks. How could he cancel on us like that? Well, I um, I can understand why he did, but it, it's very heartbreaking. I was really looking forward to seeing him, and that was going to be my son's first concert. Oh, damn too, it. So, hmm. Yeah, so... Let no, me, but that's well. It, I guess okay. I guess it happens. Let me ask you a question. What kind of pain is you wearing right now? Excuse me. Oh, I said, what kind of bloomers you got on? Undergarments? What kind of unmentionables you got? Um, I've I have on the underpants. <laughs> well, I mean, they got a they got a color to them. They got a certain style, like a Brazilian, a little granny panty action, a little thong. Um, no, they're just granny panties. All right. Sounds pretty sexy. You mind smacking yourself on the behind a couple times for me? I love when you get naughty on the phone. Uh, no, I don't think I'll do that. What, would you mind if I did it while I'm on the phone with you real quick? Because I've been a bad boy today, Jennifer. <laughs> I go right ahead. I don't care. Bad Dave. Bad Davey. Bad Davey. You've been bad. You've been watching them dirty movies and touching yourself, Dave. Bad, bad, bad. Bad Dave. Oh, I feel better now. Thank you for that, darling. Can I make a confession to you real quick? Yeah. I'm not Dave McKay at all. My name is Drew Garabo. <laughs> You're on my radio program, Drew Garabo Live. We're having some fun with you. We uh, well, let's, let's watch the language a little bit, darling. We're on the radio. But uh, but we had uh, your friend Allie called up and said that you were a little bit mad about Garth Brooks canceling. And uh, that we we try to get you on my radio program. I do afternoons, by the way, on uh, on 102.5 The Bone. I don't know if you've heard of the okay. show. Okay. Right. So what we thought? Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. What we thought we would do for you? You were going to take your kid, right? Yes, sir. Well, uh, we can't obviously force Garth Brooks to play a concert in Tampa when he clearly doesn't want to. But what we can do for you and your ten-year-old boy is we can hook you up. With a pair of tickets to go check out WWE Raw coming to the Amelie Arena Monday, August 31st with John Cena, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, and a whole lot more. Oh, my God. Nate, do you want to go watch wrestling? You want to go watch wrestling in August? I guess. I got a big thumbs up. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you so much. Well, no problem whatsoever. Thanks for playing along. And uh, hang on one second. We're going to get your information. And don't forget... Weekday afternoons, 3 to 7 p.m., Drew Garabo live on 102.5 FM. That's where you're getting the tickets from, so maybe you can throw me a listen every okay. once in a while. I sure will. Yes, sir. <laughs> and you really uh, kind of messed me up with the underpants. <laughs> <laughs> that was my goal. <laughs> well, hold on, one, hold, hold on one second, and we're going to hook you up, okay? Okay. Hold on. Thank that, you. Uh, thank you for playing along, Jennifer. You're awesome. Hang on, all right? Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Everything's all right. That's a, a standing ovation. Thank you. Thank you. Save your tweets. That's how I challenged Drew Garabo. Thank you. Great job, man. Thank you. That's a new clip of the day we'll have, Kayla. <laughs> Scratch me yelling at you. Yeah, get that garbage music off there. Oh, man, that was great, right? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I like the Dave McKay angle that you took. Thank you. It's for the moment thing. Oh, man. <laughs> Shh.
Don't tell anybody, but this is the Drew Garabo live hidden track of the day. Suck it down. Taste it. There's somebody very important on hold. Sorry. Joining us right now on uh, hold is one of the busiest men right now in Tampa Bay. A guy who uh, we first met when he was with the Ruth Eckert Hall. That is correct. He was in marketing there, and we were doing something with the Modern Family Live. Yeah, Danielle and I were big fans of Modern Family, so I think she was trying to get some free tickets, and then Eric came to the studio to give us the free tickets, and we talked to him on the air for the first time. I remember I went to that show, too, and you bailed and didn't go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I, I remember there was an empty seat next to me, though. That's where Seth was going. It was on, like, we're, a Thursday, and I just could never go out back in the we day. We were going to go out to dinner, and all we had all these plans, and Seth called me like, hey, man, I'm not going to the Modern Family. <laughs> you, you know how I roll. That is indeed how you roll. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the VP of Marketing for the Tampa Bay Lightning, a busy, busy man indeed. Eric Blankenship joins us right now. What is up, dude? Hello, guys. I uh, first want to say I apologize for being a few minutes late. Um, with no exaggeration, been literally running around uh, the building and the property for uh, a few days now. Dude, no apologies necessary. We understand how busy you are. You're fielding requests from every TV station, every radio station. It's media day down there today, right? Oh, my God. It had to be crazy. It is. It is. It, it's, it's a fun time. I mean... Look, I have, I think, kind of a, a different and unique perspective, uh, you know, from uh, a few people in the office, only that, I mean, for those of you that don't, don't know, I mean, I was born and raised in, in South Tampa. I grew up, you know, south of Gandy, and, you know, I went to uh, Jesuit High School in USF, and I started my career here 17 years ago, and I had the opportunity to come back about a year ago. So, you know, the Lightning are home for me, but uh, Tampa is too. So it, it's an unbelievable experience right now. Well, Eric Blankenship, with all the uh, Tampa roots that you have, you must have all kinds of childhood friends hitting you up for tickets to game one of the Stanley Cup Finals, I'm sure. It's crazy, and you know what? I always like to look at the positive side of everything. I've all of a sudden rekindled relationships with people I haven't even thought about in 30 years. You feel somewhat like a drug dealer? Like, uh, you know, they try to make small talk first. Like, Eric, listen, remember 10th grade, Miss Dixon's history class? All right, I, there's that awkward conversation before they get to the point of their call, which is just wonder if you got any, got any tickets for the Stanley Cup Finals. It, absolutely. And the funniest part is, is we both know where you're going, so just get there quicker. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I think some of you, uh, you know, communicate with me and on email, and I get uh, uh, people joke around with me a lot because I, I, I think of myself as someone that replies back, you know, right away, generally speaking. Now, sure. my reply might be two to three words, but I usually don't leave anyone hanging, so I'd rather people get to the point quick. And, look, if I can help people out, I will. Absolutely. We're speaking with Eric Blankenship, VP Marketing for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I emailed Eric about coming on the show this week, and the subject line was not a ticket request. So he knew that I wasn't asking at all. Probably a good move. True story. That is true. Well, that got you on the list to uh, buy tickets, Seth, which is great that you're on that list, and uh, none of us are. Well, you know, I I was on the list, but uh, last night my brother went to Ticketmaster, and I was able to buy some tickets. So I am on the buy list, but I also got my tickets for game one, so I'll be there, unlike you guys. Ouch. Hurts. It hurts, Eric. Uh, but, you know, you uh, there are a very limited amount of tickets. And is it like the NBA, Eric, where the NHL takes a bunch of the tickets in the lower levels so that you kind of have to displace a lot of people and inventory is extremely limited? You know, yeah, I mean, you have a little bit of experience in that. It, it's very similar. And, it's and, and, look, I'll be honest with you guys and all of your listeners. I mean, 
as excited and geeked up we were, and we know the Tampa Bay community was, I mean, we put tickets on sale, and they were gone within 15 minutes. I mean, the demand has been ridiculous beyond our expectations, and not only from, you know, this market and our fans. I mean, the league generally will take X amount of tickets for their partners, um, and usually you can expect that, you know, the league might, not need all those seats. It might release some seats back, and we haven't seen that. So, you know, I think it's a good time for, you know, partners around the country to come to Tampa. So yeah, we're not seeing a lot of tickets, you know, float around. But I will say this. There are still tickets available on TampaBayLightning.com through Ticketmaster Plus, which is you, it's a secure way that fans can sell their tickets and buy tickets. So um, you can still get tickets in a safe and secure way through TampaBayLightning.com. For the low, low price of starting at $476 per ticket, Section 302, Row T, Seat 9. Uh, we were speaking with Eric Blankenship, <laughs> VP Marketing for the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're uh, set to drop the puck tomorrow night against the Chicago Blackhawks. What do you make so far of the controversy that the Chicago media is trying to dig up about a policy that has been in place throughout the entire playoffs, trying to make it sound like the Lightning are excluding Chicago Blackhawk fans from the game, which is not actually true. Yeah, that's what's crazy. I mean, I'm wondering, do they have uh, too much other things to report on in Chicago except for old news? I mean, we've been we've been doing this for a few weeks with actually a lot of positive uh, feelings about it, quite honestly, from our partners, from our fans. Um, it's been great, and now all of a sudden, you know, there's some pe- people with hurt feelings, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's somewhat interesting, and we're not the first team to employ uh, some of these tactics, and, and we certainly won't be the last. And for us, it's an opportunity to make sure that our fans get the first opportunity to, to be part of what we think is a, a special time. And yep. I, it, it's very interesting for me as a marketing person to, to kind of hear and see what's being said. And it's also very interesting, as you guys know, being in the media, how something gets twisted to where, oh, there's a dress code for all 20,000 seats. I mean, it it kind of blows me away how everything gets gets twisted up a little bit. It is kind of crazy. Another shrouded controversy, if you will, around the Tampa Bay Lightning was the Garth Brooks situation. How stressful was that for you to deal with? Were you rooting for the Anaheim Ducks to win that game? And uh, how are people responding to that, Eric? I mean, yeah, I mean, it goes without saying. It's disappointing. I mean, I I think, you know, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't disappointing because obviously that's a show that we've been working on for quite some time. And Garth is is a friend of this organization and has been for a long time. I remember we did four shows back to back to back to back actually uh many years ago and i remember him getting his his whole crew out on our ice to play pickup hockey um yeah it was awesome he got out there with all his crew and they played hockey one morning i mean it was great so he's been a friend of the organization for a long time and you know i i was actually hoping for this quite honestly i was hoping that we would play chicago beat chicago say we beat four the original six and reschedule the Garth Brooks. I guess I wanted my cake and eat it, too. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's just and no rescheduling that. You know, the, the dude schedules his tours like two years in advance, so it's not that easy to reschedule when you're the biggest star in country music, I guess. Yeah, and I, I can absolutely say without hesitation that, you know, the leaders of this organization and Garth Brooks' camp and Garth, they tried every possible way to figure out a way to make it work. 
And it's funny because I came in Monday and I said I, I saw some comments from Garth in his camp that mentioned, you know, some safety concerns. And, and again, being honest with you guys, I was like, it, it, for real? I mean, there are safety concerns? And I was told unequivocally, yes, there was. Wow. Absolutely, there were some safety concerns with, you know, setting everything up in the, in the amount of time that we had. So yep. I can't fault them for taking into account. Um, you know, the safety of the crew and, and everyone that works on the shows and not chasing the money. Yeah. It would have been easy to chase the money. Sure. Yeah, but you want to make sure that uh, your your crew is setting up and breaking down in a timely fashion but not rushing things. And if they had tried to put something together haphazardly on a Sunday and then somebody, you know, puts up a scaffolding too quickly or whatever and then uh, there's a safety concern, nobody's a winner there. So while it does suck for the thousands of Garth Brook fans that surprisingly exist in the Tampa Bay area, uh, I think the right decision was made. And I'm sure Garth will do whatever he can do to return to this area and uh, perform for the fans who, for some bizarre reason, still like his music. Yeah, you know what? I would agree with that 100%. I mean, I put a lot into some of the uh, the statements that come from artists, and that statement from Garth and his camp could have been much shorter, and it could have said much less. Yeah. And I think the fact that it said what it said, it was sincere. And I think I know that we, um, we spoke with him personally, you know, as early as Saturday night and Sunday. So I, I, I came in Monday knowing that it was very sincere and authentic about everything that was said and done. No doubt about it. We're speaking with Eric Blankenship, Vice President of Marketing for the Tampa Bay Lightning. How glad are you, dude, that you are not with the Philadelphia 76ers right now and dealing with an organization that is not even sniffing the playoffs, and instead you're with the well-run, oiled machine that is the Tampa Bay Lightning from the top down, a community-minded organization that is focused on winning? You know what? It is absolutely unbelievable. You know, I would have said what I'm going to say 12 months ago when I was at Ruth Eckert Hall, so I feel perfectly fine saying it now. I've never worked for a better organization with a fantastic owner, strong leadership, some of whom you know, Drew, yep. and a dedicated, passionate staff. I mean, it's been a dream come true to come back home again, back to Tampa and the Lightning. And I sit behind closed doors and we, we sit in meetings and we use words like community and authenticity and we talk about the fan experience and, and I sit behind these doors and I'm like, this is real. I mean, this owner, and I'm not sure if the whole Tampa Bay market knows it yet, and I hope they do find out, mm -hmm. he's the real deal. One of the best owners in all of sports, in my opinion, the best. Yep. Legitimately cares about the fans, about the community. He wants to leave this place better than where it came. I mean, I, we, you and I, we could speak for an hour on Mr. Vinick and everything he's done. Yep. And the amazing thing is he's not done. He, there's so much more to be done. And, you know, as much as Tampa Bay deserves the Stanley Cup, the organization this deserves it, the players, the staff, Mr. Vinick, I truly believe, deserves one, too. Yep, I totally yeah. agree with you, man. I saw you up in the uh, North Party Suite at the last game, glad-handing your clients and stuff, and I, and I like what you do, man. You bust your ass, Eric, and you guys all deserve to experience the joy that is the Stanley Cup Finals right now, from Griggs to you to everyone that we've touched in the organization. You guys do a top-notch job of enhancing the fan experience and of being community-minded. So, man, couldn't be happier and more proud of you. Keep up the great work, dude. Keep us posted on anything that we can do to help. And, uh, you know, if you want to add a brother to the uh, buy list, 
list. I would be more than happy if anything opens up Saturday to actually plunk down my hard-earned money and purchase hockey tickets for my first time in my entire life. And for me, if you'd like to just kick a door open and I can sneak in the back uh, when nobody's <laughs> looking, that'd be great, too. <laughs> Eric, you're the man, buddy. We appreciate the time. Good luck to you guys, and uh, we'll all be watching and rooting you on, man. Thank you very much. As, as always, we appreciate all the love and support you guys give us, and let us know when we can help you guys as well. No doubt about it, man. Take it easy, and let's go Bolts. Thank you. You got it, pal. What a beautiful phone connection. Boy, it was a nice landline. Yeah. Uh, KB1509 said, what a great interview. This guy is money. I heart him. He is. He's very good on the radio. Phenomenal. I think even prior to this playoff run, the, a lot of the things they've done is the reason why the Lightning's got the best attendance out of all the franchises in town, and that's why that whole sense of community, people flock to the Lightning even prior to you know all the playoff stuff that's yeah. happened. Yeah, winning will attract people to your product. Right, no matter who you are. Right. I know the Lightning weren't winning a lot when they had Oren Coolis as their who? owner. Oren Coolis, he was one of the producers of the Saw, the Saw movies, guy. But we were friends with him on the Morning X, and he did a whole Saw premiere that he got us into, and yeah. he, he got us an interview with Jigsaw, one of the lead characters. So. Really? Yeah, so that's why I've been a fan of the Lightning for a long time, even though a lot of hardcore fans hate the old regime. Would you like to play a game? Yeah, he did that. Really? Yeah. You got an interview with Jigsaw? Yeah, the old owner set it up for us. He would call the hotline and ask if Fisher wanted to play goalie for the Lightning. That's pretty damn cool. It was. But now, I mean, Jeff Vinnick, obviously. A little I bit haven't more talked to him, but uh, <laughs> they're doing well, so who needs Saw? I mean, he's trying to change that entire area down there. It's like Vinnickville. Oh, man, he's doing a great... And I'll tell you... Working for Griggsy with the Magic and, and seeing the job that he's done with the Lightning, first as a CFO and now as a CEO, then the COO, now the president. Every time I've met he's been super cool the times I've met him. And, like, when we go there, he's, you see him running around, meeting yeah. fans, and, like, that's the whole vibe around there. It's one of the best-run franchises I've ever seen in my entire lifetime of watching sports. So I couldn't be happier for them. Thanks a lot to Eric for joining us, and good job setting that up, Seth. That was well done. Well, you know, I like to bring the heavy hitters on the show. And, indeed, you did. It's Dave Andrew. Chuck won't email me back. Just like you know, put a put a brother on the buy list, all right? You you can be on the buy list. He's they they have tickets for Wednesday. They don't yeah, have any yeah. for Saturday. Well, I, mean, I need I need to buy tickets for Saturday. Get on StubHub. They're so expensive. I'm looking right now, and to sit in the last row of the upper level, it's four hundred seventy six dollars a seat. Whew, sounds about right. Four seventy six. The finals, man. What do you think this is some sort of high school volleyball championship? Yeah. It's the it's the real deal. But I mean it's the big time. That's for a single seat. The cheapest pair you can buy? Five fourteen. It's the big time, man. That's a grand for a pair of tickets to sit in the upper level. This is the NHL's premier event. Will they be mad if we sneak in food? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna pat me down for chicken fingers, are they? <laughs> man, that's so much money. Let's see lower level. Uh a grand probably. Yeah. Easy, a grand. Yeah. Uh, section 109, row J, seat 6 and 7, $916 a seat. Yep. Center ice, you're looking at? 2500 2500 No. Uh, 982 all the way up to 4307 <laughs> <laughs> Who is spending that much money on a game? I think of the time that I sat in Griggs seats and they were like five or six rows up, like center ice. I can't even imagine what those seats cost. That's probably the $4,000. And people spend it, huh? Yeah. yeah.